This is Jordan Ashburn, a.k.a. That GNCC Guy, and you're listening to the American Hard Enduro Podcast, presented by Magna One Motorsports. Welcome to the American Hard Enduro Podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Will with American Hard Enduro, and it is Tuesday after Memorial Day. The Keystone Challenge took place this last weekend, Saturday and Sunday, in Tom- Tamaqua, Pennsylvania, Tough Like Roar. Tristan Hart took the overall win, followed by Cody Webb, Johnny Walker, Johnny Walker, Will Reardon, Jack Price, uh, that trials guy on a gas gas. I think he's from the UK. Colton Haker took sixth, Ryder LeBlanc seventh, Logan Ballapew eighth, Brandon Petrie ninth, Danny Lewis tenth. We'll read a few more. James Flynn, 11th. Nick Ferringer, 12th. Quinn, Quinn Winsel, 13th. Cooper Abbott, 14th. Spencer Wilton, 15th. So uh, Colton Weaver, then Jackson Davis, Thorne Devlin, Hayden Mosa, and Gage Logan Key. That's your top 20. Um, huge shout-out to those guys. That race is super hard. Um, I was not at the Tough Like Roar. I did make it to the shotgun. Uh, my son was racing downhill mountain bikes in New Jersey on Saturday, or excuse me, all all the week pre- previous to uh, Memorial Day. So I was over there. Got to come over for the shotgun on Monday. Um, so those are that 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 was your Tough Like Roar results. Your shotgun results. Uh, Tristan Hart took the win, followed by Ryder LeBlond. Third place, Cody Webb. Fourth place, Johnny Walker. Fifth went to Will Reardon, and then Jack Price in sixth again. Colton Haker, Brandon Petrie, Logan Ballapew, Nick Ferringer rounded out the top ten. Then we got James Flynn, Quinn Winsel, Hayden Mosa, Creed Creed Kessling, Jackson Davis, Maverick Thaxton, your first A-rider, Jeremy Lanthorn, Adam Hartnigle, Cooper Abbott, and then Colton Weaver rounding out your top 20. So uh, anybody that did both races, my hat is seriously off for you guys because – Shotgun was about all I wanted. Um, it took me nearly five hours to make a lap, and oh boy, it was it was pretty rough. Sandra Gomez took both races in the women's class, uh, followed by Rachel Gudish. Um, Sandra, I mean, I think she was top twenty-five in both races overall, or you know, top thirty. Uh, she just absolutely killed it. So, um, what we got here, we got kind of a hodgepodge of what went on throughout the weekend. I think we're going to start it out with a interview with Cody Webb after Tough Like Roar. Then we got an interview with the winner, Tristan Hart, after Tough Like Roar. Then we got some banter from uh, Drew and um, Jarrett Moan as they drive back. They're, they're presently driving back on Tuesday from Pennsylvania. So some pretty hilarious, uh, inter- you know, talk from those guys and they, they recap their races. Drew actually had a, a pretty, pretty awesome weekend. He took the 40 expert, um, win in both races. Jarrett, he had a good race at tough, like roar, but he pretty much destroyed his bike. So he didn't end up racing shotgun. So I'm sure he'll tell you all about that. And then we've also got a little interview from Drew with Sandra Gomez and, um, hopefully you enjoy that. Um, it's awesome to have riders like Johnny Walker, Sandra Gomez, Jack Price, Coming over here and seeing what the American Hard Enduro scene is all about. Um, Josh Ecker, Matt Musgroves, those guys at the U.S. Hard Enduro Series have done such a good job. Um, Max Gearston, they're getting a lot of help from a lot of good guys, so they've, they've really got a great program going. Uh, great to see those guys up there in PA this weekend. Uh, can't wait. Well, shoot, I guess the Eastern 
side is over. So next real race over here is TKO. And then uh, they go back out west um, here really soon. And obviously, we got the Erzberg Rodeo coming up week after next, or weekend after this. So I know Tristan will be there. Ryder will be there. Cody will be there. Um, I know Quinn's going. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see Colton over there um, and probably a handful of other guys. So really excited to see that, and we will hopefully get – some good coverage from that race that we can throw up on our uh, social media channels. So I've, I've got a couple videos that my son shot at Shotgun, so hopefully I'll get those up on Instagram and Facebook. And, um, you know, had a great time. Um, I'm worn out. Um, let us know how your race went or how your races went. Do you guys like the back-to-back thing? Um, I talked to Nick Farringer after the race, and I was like, hey, how does this compare – to a the back to back to back to back at Romaniacs. Like, is this back to back actually three days of tough like roar, two days of tough like roar, one day of the shotgun? How's the intensity? How's the terrain? And Nick said it is definitely gold level uh, equivalent or harder. He thinks than two days at Romania. Um, he thinks that the intensity is is way you know way up there for this Keystone Challenge. So. I wouldn't be surprised if in the future we start seeing some of the bigger Euros come over uh, because this really does prep them good for the races that are coming up in the World Hard Enduro Series. So hopefully we'll see that um, and, you know, we'll see how it goes. But anyways, thanks again. Hope you like the podcast and we will see you guys out on the trail. All right, guys, tough like roar, done and dusted, literally dusted, so much dust. I'm sitting here with Cody Webb, Factory Sherco USA, second place on the day? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I'm obviously content. I wouldn't say I'm happy about the day. Uh, definitely was an interesting weekend, but it was it was good. It was good fun, uh, good battles with those guys. Ryder was riding like a bat out of hell, lap one. I think we got to like whatever those stairway things are first lap and he was leading johnny had just made a little mistake and both of us got by him and i'm like i have never seen someone go so fast through those things i'm like what are you doing dude it's lap one but he was trying to make a statement obviously well i know he was feeling some pressure i think home race he's done well here before um and it was crazy so we did stairway to heaven twice it was pretty cool a little different we rode some stuff then came back through it and the rocks had traction in there, and there was tons of spectators. Did you enjoy doing that through yeah. twice? Yeah, it was really cool, and luckily it wasn't all of it, like Cody's Web and the rest <laughs> of them, because I know how to do those all three times. But, no, it was cool, and hearing everyone going, and it was awesome that first lap, because, I mean, there was basically five of us all in the same section getting after it. Well, and it's pretty cool. So if you haven't been to that section, we got some ups and downs, and so everyone's right there together. Um so I guess let's talk about the start of the race. It was dusty. We had a little collision. Tristan goes down. I think Cooper Abbott goes down. Yeah. And then what What did you do? We had some Sherco on Sherco crime. Yeah, I tire tapped his rear wheel and jumped off of it. It was pretty cool, but it kind of kicked me sideways because <laughs> the rear wheel was spinning. It was a bad idea. <laughs> I think someone, I think Logan Volopi actually rode over Cooper's bike completely, I heard. Yeah, well, so there was dual Sherco on Sherco oh. crime out there. Well, and I... I got a report out on the trail because I was asking what was going on. They said you ran Cooper over, so it was just his bike. Yeah, no, definitely just the rear tire of his bike. It kicked me. 
sideways a little bit. But yeah, no, I didn't. I did not hit Cooper from what I remember. <laughs> well, so it was the driest I've ever seen it up here. The mud holes didn't have water in them. Traction was amazing. So it made things so much easier. You've ridden up here a lot. What do you think of how much traction we had? Yeah, it was crazy how much traction we had. I mean, Rob and the, the team here at Reading Off Road Riders added a ton, a ton of stuff. It was ridiculous, <laughs> and. Somehow we about finished where same time frame of more or less than we did two years ago. Yep. So the traction was unfair. The dust sucked, but it was this wasn't your normal roar event by any no. means. Well, and of course the other thing we haven't mentioned it's Memorial Day weekend, end of May. Normally we do it July Fourth weekend. So the temperatures couldn't have been any better. No, it was amazing <laughs> out there today, and temps weren't too bad. And uh, yeah, it was awesome. I had a good time right off the bat. After I jumped Cooper's bike on the start, I was second, and I don't know. I think it, I don't know who was leading. I think it was GNCC guy. I forget his name. <laughs> Dakota. There was some guy that they called down there I'd never seen before, heard of. I caught him yesterday in the qualifier, and he was a ripping. I gave him props because he would, like, <laughs> roost out of every corner and dust me out, and then I would blow it because I couldn't see where I was going. <laughs> but he would look back at me. That was what killed he me. He had a plan? Yeah. He, he, he was, was doing it on purpose. But, no, it was awesome. He was definitely ripping up there out there and then but i like went to step on this rock and there was a hole in the backside and i endoed by myself like it, everyone crashed there was a bunch of carnage so like literally i got up and i like couldn't believe i was only like in fifth or something like that or fourth when i got going again after i crashed like there was no one behind me and i'm like where is everybody so but when i did that i kind of like jammed my bad wrist and i i felt like i kind of rode a little timid the first lap on all the downhill stuff it was kind of definitely bugging me my palm and, and thumb a little bit so i i did not push very hard that first lap and i think it was right before we came to stairway and heaven and all those things um johnny was leading at that point with Ryder right there and tristan caught us on like the flowy easy trail leading into that yep. like the most maybe the most enjoyable part of today there, there was two sections that were like that and there's one that was even smoother and more straight that i enjoyed immensely yeah so we were like cruising there and tristan i like was throwing the peace sign back at him and he could tell I was, was it just, the peace sign or just a one one finger peace no, sign it was a peace okay. i i no it was <laughs> okay just checking but uh yeah he could tell i was like you weren't even trying i was like no i'm saving it for lap two so uh i guess Tristan lost, had nubs for foot pegs apparently, and he stopped to take his goggles off, and that's a testament to uh, to my Scott goggles. I never took them off. And all day you didn't take them well, off? Well, I got through all balls and maybe a little bit past <laughs> that. I think it was right before Joe's garage I took them off. But I thought normally at Roar we take the goggles off because it's so hot, and yep. like I got through the whole first lap. It was dusty, and I kept going. So. Tristan and Ryder, I did a high line and passed Ryder leading into the finish. And then Tristan stopped taking his goggles off. I'm like, okay, well, you can just give me the – okay, I'll take the lead. I don't want to be in the dust. So that's when yeah. I finally got in the lead and got in the pit right before those guys and took off on the second lap. And um, Tristan and I went back and forth quite a bit and heart attack. He was having a little bit of – he seemed angry and heart attack. I don't know why. Was it the pegs? I heard he was yelling, or he told me earlier he was yelling, where are my pegs or I need some pegs. I don't know. He didn't seem too happy, but it was funny because we were dice and he took a high line and he was like about to pass me and I popped right in front of me and I like laughed. I was like, ha ha, nice try. <laughs> all, all in good yeah. fun. So it was like a snail race through those rocks. It was ridiculous. Well, so the big talk of the weekend is the new section, like two and a half miles on top of a ridge called Nightmare. What'd you think of it? It, uh, it was 
really awesome and really bad at the same time. <laughs> um, some really cool apps. And uh, I got Rob right over here. He's, he's listening yeah. in. Right I, I was going to go ahead and, yeah, he, he's listening But in. I had a massive tumble. It was actually still coming back and forth with Tristan. We were kind of yo-yoing. Okay. And, like, the section was incredibly gnarly. And it was like, he would mess one up, I'd yeah, grease yeah. it and get right on him. And then the next one, I would get, like, my swing arm stuck in a crack. And then he'd pull Gosh, on me yeah. again. And it was like, well, I was right there. We were still going. And I was right where I wanted to be for the race, really. Yeah. Um, learning off. And ma- I, literally there were spots I was just like, making him lose effort and gauging off what was he doing so it was i think it was playing into my favor even though i was in second yeah and i was kind of right where i wanted to be and uh like i said yo-yo and i got up on this ledge and i your I, long legs did not yeah. save you there's an amazing video of it i'm just glad you're okay yeah i i think what happened was i like got shifted in the crack weird and i knew we had like it was pretty obvious we we're gonna walk this section i had just seen tristan do it and he was back on his bike but i could tell he walked it and I was getting ready to get set up for it, and like I just got a little wild, and it like high-sided me, and I probably would have caught myself, and my stupid feet like caught the <laughs> foot peg, and I like couldn't go, and then they're like, I went to grab a tree, I missed the tree, and I fell backwards off, probably like well, an eight-foot ledge. It was maybe. You, you caught your foot, well, your right foot on the handlebar, and it kind of pirouetted you backwards, and so you were falling down a pretty good. I was falling before I fell, <laughs> um, and then I ba- fell backwards, backwards somersault. I think I got maybe a little bit of whiplash because. Front of my neck's kind of sore, but well, yeah, I backwards, I backflipped off some rocks. Huh? Well, and then speaking of your feet getting caught on stuff, what happened yesterday I broke, with your feet? I broke two, I hit a tree, I broke two toes, so today it was rough. <laughs> and then Rob was right there, and I had a few choice words with Rob when, uh, <laughs> when I got up, mostly because I was just, a, I was just happy I was okay, really. But I had to, I had to regroup. I, at that point, I just decided, hey, like, we put in a good effort. We had a battle with Tristan, but man, I, I need to just take it easy a little bit. And uh, so was that pretty much when he got away yeah, and you didn't see him again? Yeah, that was the end of it for me. Really, I, I got kind of soft after that, but I think rightfully so. Well, you, the goal is to always finish in one piece. We got a, a big race, another big race tomorrow. So overall, besides the toes, everything good. You said the wrist is sore. Yeah, wrist is sore. Two toes broken. Uh, I don't know if it's whiplash. I don't know. It could be all the dust we inhaled here. My throat hurts, though. It was the dustiest, but I'll take the dust for the traction. I'm not going to lie. For someone like me. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Well, and how's the bike? It, it looks pretty good. I see that got a couple grips torn up. Other than that, she looks like she's pretty good. Yeah, I, I felt bad for her today, but I think everyone's bikes went through it. Um, header pipe obviously took a beating here, and it's not even from, like, crashing it's just riding through stuff like i've never had my swing arm slash rotor guard disc guard chain guide get caught in so many places oh yeah it was frustrating today and i felt like i'd get something perfect and then yep. boom you're <clears throat> just completely and you don't move yep. no and you there can't was, move there was a spot rob's out of there he'll hear this yeah he's out, uh, he's over there smiling and nodding good old rob moan in nightmare i came there and like there's a a wall on your right you have no space you had to turn left and like drop off this ledge but there's two rocks it wasn't even, it was just it was ridiculous and i was compl- my bike didn't even move i was just completely wedged in the foot pegs as a spectator there i just looked at him and said this is stupid and he goes yeah tristan said the same thing <laughs> and, then, and then he goes tristan also has no foot pegs and i was like huh <laughs> i thought that happened there but i guess it happened somewhere else no he, he got he actually got him at two different times so yeah so 
I think he got through that better than I did because his foot pegs weren't hooking. Yeah, they weren't in the way. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Cody. Well, we'll uh, hopefully we'll be talking to you again tomorrow. Yeah, just like King of the Motos. Yeah, man. Rob, the, the team here is awesome. Their club's great. They yep. put on a amazing event. Uh, the pits are dusty. It's, uh, it's a nasty place, but for good reason. Yeah, no, and it, it makes for some great trails and uh, some gnarly, gnarly rock gardens. So, all right, Cody, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Yep, thank you. All right, I'm here with winner of Tough Like Roar 2023, Tristan Hart. Tristan, how was it? I see some bruises. Yeah, crazy race this year. Um, taken out, I don't know if it was my fault or his fault, but on the start, and this year the start was actually important because it was so dusty. So, yeah, unfortunate there to start off so rough, and then it only got worse after that after some bike problems, and the course they had this year was by far the toughest but it was also dry so i mean as of right now we got more finishers than last year so it's hard to say but i think everyone also got better so i think the course was definitely a lot tougher despite it being dry but yeah everyone got better so well and i've ridden here when it's wet this is the driest i've ever ridden here it made a lot of the stuff so much easier do you think so i talked to cody already we talked about nightmare how crazy it was some of the different sections i saw a video of his crash I just Did watched the video of that, oh. and if he would have had his foot, if he would have got his foot in place, yep. he wouldn't have crashed at all, but yep. he just missed his foot, and all of a sudden, he started rolling down a 20-foot cliff, and yep. he is lucky to be walking, to be I, honest. I told him, welcome to a short leg guy's problems. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. Well, so, uh, like you said, it was crazy crash off the start. Visor's gone, and it was so dusty, they were about to let row two go. So I'm just glad you guys were able to get up and get out of the way before they plowed you over. He said he ran over Cooper's bike, and then Logan Bollipi ran over the Sherco. Yeah. So it, it was nuts. So he said it took you guys till about – it took you until we started doing wrong side of heaven to catch him. No, he said he caught you caught him on the single track. He said he was giving you a peace sign. Was he doing that or was he flipping you the bird? Yeah, I don't know what he was doing, <laughs> but I was actually really surprised to catch them there. I thought, it, I thought for sure they were going to have, like, a big gap on me because – I just got stuck in a freight train of guys, and it was so dusty I couldn't get around them. So I thought for sure it was going to be three to four minute gap, but it was 45 seconds, uh, 20 minutes in. So I caught them, and then four of us, me, Ryder, Johnny, and Cody, we rode together for 30 to 40 minutes-ish. He said it was cool, you guys kind of going back and forth in yeah, there. That was pretty cool, something that doesn't happen all the time. And then we got to the first real lap two sections, and Cody just – Oh man, he rode so good up big balls or whatever it's called, and yep. he did it so good. And me and I went ten feet and fell over, and I'm just like, wow. <laughs> and here that, we go. At that point, I'll just say it. At that point, I had no foot pegs, and so I started screaming at everyone. <laughs> he said you were yelling and angry about something, and I said it might have been that he didn't have foot pegs and he was wanting some foot pegs. I was serious. I've, I normally don't get mad, but. Oh, man, was I so mad. So I'm just screaming at anyone that has a phone, get Robbie over here. And then I got to Robbie, and he had one foot peg. But at that point, I broke the other one. So I <laughs> and then he told me, I have to change. And I said, I'm not changing foot pegs. And then, honestly, I just rode pretty good. I don't, I don't know how I did it, honestly. It was a lot of sitting down. Well, because a nightmare was... 
a right hand hill so it was your left peg that was important and my left peg was the one that was even worse so yeah i mean a lot of a lot of adversity and well, well i know a lot of things got broken off foot pegs included out here i mean it was I, cody and i talked about how many times our rear tire swing arm chain guide it's rotor guard gone. got stuck and you're just you can't do anything yeah, a lot of bike problems. Ryder, he broke his rad. Johnny was born on his bike. Jack yeah. Price had a really good ride, and he uh, something happened electrically. A wire got pinched or something. So honestly, other than Cody, I think pretty much everyone's bike was broken at one point. So definitely, there's just so many cracks that you go into, and it just it's really hard on the bikes. Well, uh, what's the plan for tomorrow? Do it again? Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of used to this now, I guess, because well, I just I- got back from Serbia. So, I mean, for me, it's... I know right now I'm sore, and tomorrow I'm gonna be even worse. But once you get on the bike, it's gonna be, it's gonna be okay. I think. Well, I meant to ask you about Serbia, and so you guys did like a prologue and then three days on the mountain here. How does this day compare to one day there? Similar load, more load, less? Pretty similar. Maybe there's more hard stuff here, but the level in Serbia was like the actual obstacles were harder. Really? Okay. If well, it would have been wet here. It would have been super equal. Serbia has a lot more rest. Where this place, in between sections, there's like a minute, two minute, maybe three minute between sections. Yeah. Where in Serbia you get twenty minutes of flat out, you know, single track well, of road. So, how many miles did you guys do in a day in Serbia? Sixty to seventy miles a day. Oh, okay. So you got a lot of time, but then that gave you transfer time between sections. Yeah, you also get liaisons where there's speed limits, and then there's a twenty minute lunch. So, I mean, they're long days, but sometimes a race like this can definitely be worse just because there's no rest. All right. Well, thanks for your time, and uh, hopefully we'll be talking to you again tomorrow. Yeah, cheerio. Hey, guys. Drew Kirby here with American Hard Enduro. It's Tuesday, May 30th. The Keystone Challenge weekend is over. We're down on, uh, I think we're down on energy, riding home. Jarrett Moan's driving. Jarrett, what did you think of this weekend? I mean, it was good racing, but I don't know how you guys did it. <laughs> so, I wouldn't have, I didn't do it. Yeah, I was going to say, so Jarrett and I drove up Friday, went to Roar, uh, raced Saturday. Luckily, both of us qualified out of the... Uh, the qualifier race, didn't have to do the LCQ, went straight to the main event on Sunday. And Jarrett was already predetermined he was not racing on Monday, the shotgun locked and loaded. So he went hard on Sunday. But uh, let's go back to Saturday. Uh, Super dry, super dusty. Um, They changed the format up at Tough Like Roar. Um, And, man, the qualifier was fast. You waxed me. Chance waxed me. I crashed. I think I counted 11 times. Travis and I went back and forth. I mean, I, my luck was so bad that Travis was above me on a side hill and knocked a rock down the hill, took out my front tire. And, like, that was just one of my 11. Um, another time I'm behind him, we're going into a pit, he clips a tree, goes down hard, and I have no choice but to either run him over or crash trying to avoid him. So that was my qualifying race in a nutshell. I think I was 39th or 40th. Uh, you said yours went a lot better. Yeah, mine, mine was fine other than my fork cap. Oh, yeah, I forgot about God, so, so much has happened. I forgot about that. Whatever whatever you call that came on. So um, since Jared isn't very technical, his um, his pinch bolts and his top triple clamp on the 
uh, right fork came out and somehow the top cap, the insert came unscrewed of the fork. So it literally came out of the fork tube and it hit the handlebar, which is good because he was still able to ride, dumped oil out everywhere, and he still finished 23rd. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great, yeah. Um, well, how was it? Like, was it like, so Jarrett grew up up there. His dad's Rob Moan, trail boss, blah, blah, blah. He's raced the hair scramble there a time or two. So is it like old times? I'm No, not at all because I'm just not in good shape anymore because there's nothing like that Saturday race that is more conducive for arm pump. <laughs> like, honestly. Like, well, the, the way you were talking when you came back, your hands were hurt. You had blisters. You like, I could barely hold on. My fork tube was out. Yeah. And then you still got freaking 23rd. But you said you never hit the ground. Yeah, I never hit the ground. Everyone else was doing all sorts of nonsense around me. And I was just going very slow, but I never stopped. Well, and so um, they do the qualifying race based on your starting positions, based on sign-up. So Jarrett got signed up early. Uh, I he won, was, I won that race. Yeah, he won that race. So I think we did Rosa, what, 15 30 seconds apart, and, man, it was it was dusty. Um, I got a bad start went down, so that didn't help my cause. Um, but there was really maybe, what, one or two hard sections? If, I mean, not even hard. Not, yeah. Like the one one flat rock garden there's a bunch of people hung up in. Yeah. There's, um, there's always that one little crevice with the neat little high line and the low line that sucks. Yep. And the split hill climb after it. That's yep. always a little bit, but nothing crazy. Yeah, and, and I know there was a bunch of fast guys that made it in and a bunch of guys that can ride hard stuff that didn't. And then they got their chance in the LCQ, but if you if you weren't in the first few rows of the LCQ, I don't think you were making it into the main event because they only took they took 60 from the qualifier straight in and then 10 more out of the LCQ. So um, I know there was one B rider who, not that fast, and didn't make it into the main event at Tough Like Roar. He beat me yesterday at the shotgun locked and loaded. So kind of a bummer for him. Um, that? Uh, Braxton, I don't know his last name. Okay. Uh, he was on a gas gas, had a yellow number plate. Oh, okay. um, so we survived. I woke up Sunday morning sore, and I'm like, this is not good. I was smoked. Jarrett was late to the van because it took him – a long time to put his shoes on because his calf kept cramping. Yep, it was it was not a, not a good start to the morning. So you started on row three. All right, so I started on row was I four or five? Yeah, I started. You were one behind. Me. Okay, so I was on row four. Well, so traditionally it's it's ten riders per row, uh, dead engine every fifteen seconds. Well, they throw the flag. Row one goes off, which has. We had don't forget the hands on oh, your head. No. Yeah. So, so then this year they they added this I don't know new. What that was about, but that was dumb. You didn't like it? No, that was stupid. Uh, difference. What like what? What separation does it cause? I thought it caused a little more, but I meant was there not a crash in every single start? Well, so I was about to say, so they made you put your hands. Once they called uh, 15 seconds, you had to put your hands on your helmet, both hands. Then when the flag moved, you you know did the hope I can find the start button and the clutch and the throttle. I grabbed my hand guard on the qualifier race, so that that, that did not help my start. Um, but so then we're all sitting there, watch the you know the <coughs> top 10 guys go off. Tristan kind of got a bad start, but then was pulling the whole shot. And him and Cooper just crushed each other. And then, of course, you know, they hit the ground. There's dust everywhere. People go. Cody went. And then you just see the flag drop for the next line, and you can't see them, but you know they're laying there. Yeah, and and Tristan's whole. 
And so Cody ran over Cooper's bike. Uh, Ballapy ran over Cooper's or yeah Cooper's bike. Tristan had no visor. He was waving his hands, trying not to get run over. And you know, guess what? Here comes another row. I think he got going before your row. Was he there when you took off? Could you even see? No, no, he he had gotten up. Okay, so I was, I was talking to Thorne early on, and Thorne said he was in a he was in a Cooper and Tristan sandwich. So he he got like up right in the middle of the second row. It sounds like. okay. Well, that's good. I'm glad. On a serious note, I'm glad neither one of them was hurt by getting run over. And they they know it was a problem. Next year, there's some plans to change things. Um, yeah. You know, and it was it was all weather related. Oh yeah, like when has it ever been that dry? Well, there? and and back to the qualifier being easy. If it would have been wet, it would have been much harder. Yeah. Like like with everything, and and that's what there was a lot of people I think that did better than normal just because there's so much traction. So we get going. It's dusty. Um, it was basically follow the leader. And then we get to this, we go across this dam and we go up like a, what a 50 foot uphill. Yep. And it's just, we all come to a stop because it is absolute dusted out again. Yeah, but there's a, there's like a massive boulder right in the middle of the hill. There's two lines and a massive boulder right in the middle. And luckily there's a, a rider on a gas gas blocking it for everyone that needs to go because he wadded himself on it. Our buddy, <laughs> our, our buddy Gage. Good old Gage. We'll talk about him in a minute. <laughs> Just laying in the middle of the track. Well, and I wasn't going to go. And then we were all kind of lining up, jacking up. And then here comes Creed around us all. So I'm calling you out, Creed. So Creed went right. And I said, well, if Creed's going, I'm going. So I go left around a bunch of people. And, you know, true Erzberg fashion, let's just jam it in there. And he went, and this, the dust cleared just long enough for me to go. And then I see a gas gas up here. And luckily, I swerved and went around it. And somehow Creed made it, and then I made it. And then we went down what's called uh, – the roar guys call it big bitch. It is a long, bad, bad I'm sorry, bad bitch. It is a long downhill. So Creed's going down, then another guy, then me, and I just see these two boulders, and like the dust is like hiding them, and then I'll see them. And so I went real easy. I'm like, don't have the big one this soon. So it was. I, I kept telling everyone on the starting line, like I just want to fast forward an hour into the race when we're all in our positions and everyone's kind of sorted, and you're just surviving and trying to get through sections. So. Uh, yeah, is that pretty accurate for your start of your race as well? Yeah, it, it was crazy to me because it was cooler and the traction was so good. But I thought the general raciness of everyone, like the intensity was super low comparatively to other years in my opinion. Well, and, and normally the first bottleneck is usually the entrance to 409. Yeah. And that's where we all get in there and then everyone's taking lines. And that's when but, things sort out. But everyone kind of separated and I don't know how. I don't, I don't know. It was that. It was that hill. You think? I, I know. Interesting. Cause yep. yeah, there there was nothing really hard up until that point. <laughs> but when I got into four hundred nine, there was like two or three of us. But usually there's ten or twenty of us. Yes. Well, when I got there, there was ten or twenty of us. Um, and so the, it's called like the start of four hundred nine or bad four hundred something. Yeah. The entrance into four hundred nine, and it's just chunky. There's like one good line and two or three other lines you can take and so from then on is when we all got kind of separated and Jarrett said he always likes to settle in and get like one person to ride with and man I went through like six of those (laughs) it took me a while to find my guy well, and, and so I was up way too I was up way too high in the in the beginning. I was like I was like this guy is not gonna last. He's gonna be way ahead of me. Well, it it I, so my goal I normally go out way too hard and then 
bonk and crash and run out of energy. So I'm like, I'm going for a trail ride. I said it. Then all these people are passing me. I'm like, I've just got to go. And I'm like, nope, stick to the plan. And so Travis Wilson caught me and um, we kind of went back and forth. Zach Attack was there. Yeah, there's a horrible traffic on the other side. Thankfully, that's not over here. Um, and so I never saw Jarrett. I kept waiting and waiting. Um, I caught one other bottleneck. I finally caught Chance and I did some stupid move. We were going to help each other and I got too much traction, looped my bike out, bent my front rotor. And so I was like, okay, I thought the caliper got pushed in, pumped it up, went two feet, about died because it, it was so bent. It just opened it up immediately. Um, so I had to let Chance go. I tried to straighten it as I was straightening it. Uh, Sandra Gomez caught me and I just wanted to ride with her. Because she came over, um, she's finished Erzberg. I've got a good interview with her. We'll put in here later. She didn't um, Erzberg. I'm sorry. She she finished uh, Romaniacs Gold. Thank you. She's ridden Erzberg. She's headed over there next. She's good. Yeah, she's definitely good. But I, I think I could do what she would do skill wise. But no. I don't have the fitness. What I could? You didn't see? You did? I I see. <laughs> Okay, I'm just hoping. You could, you could have done some of the shit that I saw her do. <laughs> well, so, anyway, she left me in the dust. But uh, one of the coolest things the Roar Guys did this year was we did Wrong Side of Heaven on the first lap, but we did it twice. And it was like one of the best spect- spectator areas, tons of traction. And what did you think of that little loop around and go back through it? I thought the worst part was the was getting back to it the second time. The stuff in between it was pretty gnarly. Ooh, like Panama? No, like, so you did Wrong Side of Heaven the first time. Yeah. And then you turn left. They they got... Oh, you put you back around, yeah. Yeah. And, and you do Heaven up there. Yeah, but to get to Heaven, they had some sporty downhills with... You don't remember them? No. Really? Okay, fair enough. I thought they were really scary. <laughs> but I walked my bike down a ledge or two. Really? Really. That surprises me. Okay. I don't remember that. But anyway, so what did you think about going back through the wrong side of heaven twice with all the with all the fans? Oh, I, I thought it was fantastic just because there's something about everyone yelling at you, you know? That's just, hey, anytime people are cheering yeah, and when you do something cool, yeah, you get props. Yeah, because, I mean, usually in a section like that, I'll, I'll get to the top of one rock ledge and I'll take a little break, yeah. you know? But, I, I, you know, everyone's trying to be racy and one-shotting it. And I thought it was really cool that, um, like, the first time I got through, yep. there was, I think, uh, I think Logan was riding with me okay. through it. Like, he'd, he'd already his done it once. Time. Okay, so you're first, his second. But it was neat just being able to yep. be with them for a little bit. And it was just cool. Well, and, I, again, the other cool thing to me was it was so early in the lap, we were still pretty fresh. Yeah. You know, yeah, it it was really nice because last year at that time it was tons out. It was like four and a half hours in. Oh. We were all ravaged. I had a broken foot. Yeah, broke your foot right before that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and just everything morale was very low. Yeah. But this year you came in and you were like everyone's yep. all hyped oh. up, jazzed up, and well, it was pretty cool. So what they did is is you they had lots of guys at the splits. So they gave you a sticker when you're on your first lap through. Yep. Then they put you through a section called Panama backwards. Then that looped you back around. So then uh, they saw that sticker. They sent you through wrong side of heaven again. And they gave you another sticker. And then off you went to the rest of the course. And I thought it was great. I never had any real big bottlenecks all day. Um, man, it, it was a really good course. I saw several guys. There's some 
you know, some real goat trail off-camber stuff. I saw a couple people, like, way down. I don't know how they got back up. Um, so this year I made a lap, and then I got into the – I started the second lap, and I had a goal to make it to the first check because I knew there was – it was, like, six, five miles in, and there was two pros Sunday or second lap sections added. Um, one was – balls ball big balls and then the other one was uncle joe's garage and i'm like that's my goal and luckily the other two guys in my class uh travis and ryan uh, were behind me and chance was further back and so we kind of had a deal that like hey if we get to this check let's call it a day we're all racing tomorrow so i finally get to uh the check after uncle joe's garage and someone goes jared's right there and the next section was push push and I look, and he's halfway up push-push, and I almost was like, oh, yeah, he was push-pushing. So I almost went for it, and that was, unfortunately, the only time I saw him. So we're like, I what? Wish, are- I wish you would have came so bad. Like, it would have been <laughs> so fun. Well, the problem was Rob had told me that after that check, there's five more sections. But and you quit with, like, two and a half hours left. <laughs> two hours and 14 minutes. Yeah, because I – you know, we talked about that too, like getting to the first checkpoint on the yep. lap and being like, "All right, I'm calling yep. it quits," and that was all my plan. But we got there in three and a half hours, and I was like, "Man, this seems really early to quit." <laughs> well, and I knew that I was racing the next day, and you were not. But yeah, what did you say? You kept going. Why did you keep going? I said, "I," I said at the start of the race because I don't care about how I do. I said, yeah. oh, but no, back up. You said at the start of the race, I'm going to go to the wrong side of heaven oh, yeah. and do it and then do it again and then park my bike and watch and cheer. Well, I got there. I was so bummed because you weren't there yelling. Well, once again, we, we got there in two hours. <laughs> it was less than that. Yeah, it, we were there in an hour and a half, and I was yeah. like, good Lord. I, last year, I was here in five hours. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, I was like, man, I, I can't quit an hour and a half in. That seems a little much. Yeah. Well, and then we got to no quarter, and I, I swear no quarter killed Dude. like. Yeah, I, I don't radio. know. Oh, yeah, sorry. I was getting a phone call. So, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, great radio. Um, but, no, no quarter. So, Rob told me Max did it in 10 minutes. It took me 34 minutes to get through it, which it didn't take me long, which is insane because last year we were in there for felt like two hours. Two hours. It felt, oh, God, it was so long, so hot. Yeah. It's, and, and that was the other thing. Jarrett mentioned it earlier that the – Temperatures. I mean, it was 72 for a high on Saturday, 76 for a high on Sunday. It was amazing. Yeah, most of the time you're just fighting trying to stay hydrated. Yeah, in fitness. I mean, that's what – just keeping the heart rate down, don't blow it out. And this year it was so fun because you were literally just fighting the trail because it was, what, 80, which is nothing for Oh, it was like 76. Really? It was 80 on Monday. It was a little hotter. Yeah, so, like, you could stay hydrated and – you couldn't feel the air around you and my my biggest thing was my biggest thing was when it's that hot and your fan kicks on and it just blows the hot radiator just into you yes so so bad yeah like now like that day the fan came on and it's like oh a little breeze you know well so then so i quit it that first check after a lap and jared kept going so how far did you get because i thought you were going to make that check i I could, judging by the, uh, <laughs> not Smitty Von Hagerman, what, what is that guy's name? Uh, Christian something. Yeah, ju- yeah. <laughs> well, judging by him, I could have made the last check with probably like two minutes to spare, but I said, 
uh, at that check where you quit, I was like, I'm just going to, I was having an absolutely great time. And I was like, I'm just going to keep going until I stop having fun. And I didn't stop having fun until there's a, there was just a stupid downhill. And I think anyone that got to that point knows which one I'm talking about. (laughs) Um, but there was like, it was your classic, you crest the hill and there's like a two and a half foot drop. There's rocks jutting out of the side of the mountain going down the mountain and then a huge pile of rocks at the bottom and then you come out into the open and I talked everyone I talked to said that they just dropped their bike off of the top of the hill you said you just pushed her right said see at the bottom I I just said go with grace (laughs) and I will see you when I see you but I'm sure some, like, I could have rode down it. It was just really scary. Yeah, and there's no reason yeah. to, you know, you get we got to go to work on Wednesday, yeah. so there's no reason to do that. So I had a blast at Tough Like Roar. It was awesome. Attraction made it. I remember there's so many sections that we've ridden before that in years past I have struggled just to get up. You had to hit it right now. This yeah. year, Attraction was so good, it, it, made, it saved get, a lot of energy. You could get stuck anywhere and just get your yacht and yeah. – and pop on out. All right, so do you know how you ended up? You remember? I think I got 35th. Okay. I think I was 38th or 40th. So, Tristan. That's crazy. That, yeah. That's what? Cra- that that you could quit with three hours left. And I, two hours and 17 minutes. And I rode, and I rode all the way to the six-hour mark. Yeah. Well, hit, see how wrecked you are right now? And I'm about the same, but I yeah. raced a whole nother race. I knew that I was racing on Monday. Um, but probably the, the most notable thing of the whole weekend was – Tristan crashed in the first turn. Um, okay, no big deal. Lost his visor. Worked his way back up. Sheared one foot peg off. Yeah. Sheared his other foot peg off I somewhere. Heard, so I heard the first foot peg left in big balls. Okay. And then this, or that may have been where the second foot peg left. I think he had foot pegs for at least the first lap. I could That's be, true. But... Not that it makes any difference. Still, no. still insane. Well, the the hardest section called Nightmare that's new this year. There's three miles that everyone was. A lot of the pros were worried about. He rode that entire thing with no foot pegs. So we were talking about this, and you were talking about how it would be so hard to load the peg to do a trials launch. Yeah, which I agree with. My thing was all the I heard the downhills in that section were like dangerous to start with, and how you would be able to go down those hills without being able to have your feet on the pegs to have to pull your weight back oh like push back against yeah the pegs. because i never thought about that well, yeah because you're, yeah, yeah, you're, you're going, going down, down these so steep, steep rocks yep. and he has nothing to keep his ass back on the fender yeah, that's true so he's God, either he's that. either walking it or yep. like using the brake to like yeah hold himself hold back. himself back oh, or maybe like he's in first gear and stepping on the shifter yep. you know well and what's crazy is they've never broken a foot peg before and he got two that's insane yeah so but but that was most impressive Cody ended up second Cody uh in in that nightmare section had a big low side got his foot caught pirouetted ended up at the bottom I've got a good interview with him talking about it um but and then um Johnny Walker ended up third. Ryder LeBlanc had some trouble. Um, did, you, did you hear any good, like, Johnny Walker and Shambles stories? No, he um, – He just rode, like, a very normal race. And I, I never heard anything because he was in the lead at one point, yeah. uh, both days, both yeah. races. and um, He seemed to start out really quick both days, like had a really high pace both days, it okay. seemed like. And then um, 
Well, and, and I tried to get an interview with him after Tough Like Roar, and he was cooking, and then we never got back around to it. And then uh, he ended up having to go catch a flight yesterday, so he wasn't there for podium either. Um, but so, yeah, that was it. Tough Like Roar was awesome. Um, they're going to fix – I know they've already been talking about some of the things, you know, the qualifying races and um, some of the start stuff. If it's this dusty again, they'll make improvements. Yeah, um, such such minor details. Oh, you know, it was a great weekend all the way around. They always do such a good job. Uh, so now let's move on to Monday. Yes. All right, so before, no before, we, no before we go – <laughs> More before we get into the Sunday race, we got to talk about trail etiquette because we, we had an issue with someone that uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> we're, 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 we're not getting into it. Hey, listen, let's I'm just, over it. I'm over it. Let's just he say, wanted it, I didn't, and that's fair. It, let's just say this if you're helping someone and someone's helping you, you don't get the help and then leave the person behind that helped you, correct? He was blinded by the checkpoint, and for that, I can at least understand slightly. Okay, all right, that's all we're going to say. It so kind of pissed me off, though, I'm not going to lie. I was tired, yeah. and I was not in a good spot. And your bike was not in good pieces. No, it was or it not. was in pieces. Yeah. No, do it, do it. Can we, can we tell a story? I don't know if you want to. No, that's fine, because it is fair. But, so, at that hill, that there's a video of Will Riordan, and... It's a big coal hill that... Ferringer crashed on. Uh, Will Reardon sent his bike tumbling back down. Uh, uh, Enduro Week, he's got plenty of of videos of it. So if you guys want to go see them, they're they're good. It's impressive. Yeah. So my trail buddy, uh, Christian, you know, we were we were we were cruising along. He was a lot more worried about the getting to the last check than I was because. You know, he was like, "Oh, we got to make the next checkpoint," and I said, "Oh, so y'all have talked about it?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, "Why?" Like, <laughs> he's like, because uh, I'm racing, which, you know, fair enough. Everyone has, you know, not everyone has the mentality of me, but we're in like 35th. We ain't getting paid, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, that's a good point. They if, paid to 30th, if, by the way. Like, if we if we get to the next checkpoint, it makes no difference. Although, and like points don't matter either. Or is he an A rider or is he a pro rider? He's pro. Okay, I don't know. Maybe maybe there was like a points thing because he did pass a lot of people. It was it was he got five positions because he was right in front of me at that check, and then he got like five other ones that beat us there. So oh, that's fair. But anyway, go ahead. Well, so we get to that coal hill that uh, there's the videos of everyone tumbling back down. I get to I get to it, and all I see is his bike up at the top falling to the right, and him just tossing himself down the hill, okay. like rolling. And this hill is so steep, he ghosted it. The bike landed, not at the top, but to a point where we could get it out. Uh, or get it up. Get it up, yeah. Okay. And so he, the hill is so steep, he has to walk around. Like, he has to go down the road, walk up the road. Really? And then up the hill to his to bike. Yeah. Oh, it does not, it, crazy video does not make it look that steep. Yeah. So, he, like, he could not walk up the hill to his bike. He had to take a, like bypass I like so i i get up and do the exact same thing ghost drive my bike right at the top it lands basically on top of his bike but my bike obviously uh of course landed and then started pointing the wrong direction (laughs) so uh he he walks up and i was like hey if you if you really want to get to this checkpoint like we ain't making it out of here together 
and we had done this. We had teamed up a couple times before. So this wasn't the first one. Yeah, no, he's my buddy. Okay. We were, we were, we were actually, we were a good team. Okay. Real big vibes. Were. Big vibes. No, 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 it's fine. I'm over it. But, uh, but yeah, so we get there, and I, I, we help, I helped him side hill his bike out, and he, he comes down, he comes back down, helps me pick up my bike, because it's it low-sided, and there's no freaking way <laughs> that I was up, getting man. it out by myself. And I was like, yeah. hey, man, I'm... Like, I think if we just push it up, but in the process of trying to wheelie pivot my wheel back in, back in the right way, yeah. I dropped about 15 feet down the mountain. Oh, boy. Like, it was one of those where... You gave every, up a lot of real estate. Like, every time you let the brake out to, yep. to do a little pivot, yep. oh, yeah. you lost, like, two, three feet. Okay. And uh, he's just... <laughs> I'm, I'm getting myself out. And he just, he's just standing at the top of the mountain watching me, watching me. Well, I didn't know. This the plot thickens a little bit. And uh, and I'm just, I don't, I didn't want to say anything, but I'm thinking like, is he just gonna stand there and like wait till I'm all the way at the top and give me like one more tug and be good? And uh, I think he was, I think he realized that I was down the mountain like pretty far. Yeah, you you lost and, ground. Yeah, like it was seeming less likely I was getting out. And he would be able to get the check, and he just, you know, he just kind of bailed. Did you look up and he was just gone? I watched him walk away. <laughs> yeah, it's even and worse. I to, and I wanted to say like, I wanted to say like, are, are we allowed no, to switch? No, okay. we're trying to keep it. I, we yeah, try to keep it clean. I, I wanted to be like, come on, man. Like, I'm not that bad. Like, I'm not in that bad a way. Um, but he, he got out. I got out. And, did you, uh, how did you get out? Did you go up or did you go back down? I don't know. I pushed it out. Oh, geez. dude, I, that a man, dude. I was, I surprised myself a lot. I'm, I'm a gym rat now. I get <laughs> what three weeks of gym in it. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know if you know that, but I'm in the best shape of my life. <laughs> well, Steve Thaxon did say you lost a lot of weight. <laughs> that was bad. After that other kid told you you'd exceed the weight limit on an e-bike. Yeah, that was that was that was a tough shot to the e. Yeah, the, the little 15. Wait, he's like maybe 13, 14 year old. They're rough. But anyway, it makes me feel good that he got his check. I got to, I got to the bottom of Camel Toe, which was the last section that uh, last before the check. Before the check, yeah. and I saw him about three quarters of the way up. And I had ridden the section before; it's not that bad. But I, like I said, after that downhill, I was kind of over it, and I just pulled out. And then he took the wind right out of your sails. Eh, no, you're you're trying to make it. You're trying to make it. I was I was a little peeved. Yeah, you were. And we were being petty out on the trail, but uh, <laughs> but uh, but I'm good now. Good. All right, so let's go on to Sunday. So, like I said, J Moan decided he was spectating. Oh yeah. Uh, he brought the Topo Chico Spike Seltzers. Yep. As I was unloading and trying to get myself and my bike prepared, he started drinking at 8:30. Well, because I knew I had a lot of hiking to do, because I wanted to be a good pit bitch. Yep. And oh, sorry. Fine. I already said the other one. Okay, the, so we're allowed to say bitch. that one. Yeah, well, I, I, was, I, I wanted to be the best pit bitch I could be, and to do that, I could not get out of bed that morning. Uh, <laughs> it took me about ten minutes to come down the stairs, and <laughs> that's I, why you were late. Yeah, that was that was why I was late. Okay, and uh, I knew if I was going to hike around the mountain to give to give Drew and Travis Wilson and everyone water. That they needed to win the forty-plus expert class. Expert. I knew I needed a little bit of lubrication. So, <laughs> oh, uh, let's see. So it was out. Yeah. I, was, I, I felt surprisingly good on Monday morning, better than I did Sunday morning. Somehow, but you also went that full six hours. I could not move. 
and you haven't been working out that much let's be real i'm a gym rat but anyway um yeah i, I think i had three okay. i think i had three beers before the start of your race. yeah before 9 30 he was we were running we were yeah running everywhere. well so um oh gosh so i've never been to high the high mountain the High Mountain Sugarloaf property, um, shotgun. shotgun locked and loaded. It was, man, it was beautiful. Shade trees camping, beautiful grass field to park in. Um, hus- yep, everything. They gave us spaghetti and meatballs afterwards yep. while we were waiting on podium. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I got some fresh milk. It was squeezed at 4.30 that morning. Um, but anyway, I didn't know what to expect. Max told me on... Sunday, because I was trying to decide whether I should do tubeless or a bib. He was like, there's rocks, rocks, more rocks, and no dirt. Um, but I was surprised. It had a variety of everything, like beautiful ferns, lush pine trees. I actually saw some some mud, and actually, like, the front tire was loose a couple times. Um, but the loose rocks on the downhills were what scared me to death. And it wasn't even, like, the big, big downhills. It was, like, the medium ones that, like, you'd get kicked by one, and, and I found that. It starts a domino. Yeah, well, and, and I was, I, I mean, I always turn my bike off, so if I miss the rear brake, I can let the clutch out and use it as a rear brake. I was dragging my rear brake so much that I'd pile rocks up and it would lift me up, shift all my weight on the front end, and then it would start doing bad things. So I was really trying to keep the rear end rolling so it didn't collect rocks and pitch me over. But I had a couple. I mean, I've got bruises everywhere and had a lot of fun. My, my trail buddy. We never helped each other, but I ended up with Zach Attack most of the time. Um, but we saw you, so I saw you in a little rock garden that wasn't that bad first. But you said you saw some good carnage in there. It was like a flat rock garden with just random big holes. Yeah, I didn't see much. Uh, Jeremy Anthony had a good little crash, and then I saw Gage Scorpion himself. <laughs> and that was that was about it. Uh, everyone else kind of just plunked their way through. But that was a problem. Like you, like some of these, you wanted to go fast, and that's what Cody said. He goes, "Man, like I wish it was wet and kind of slowed us all down because you had to charge through this stuff, and like there's just some big holes, and you hit like an angled rock, and it it'll stop you in a hurry." I, I don't got anything to add. <laughs> With the spectator, has nothing to add. Yeah. Um, so the course ended up being. I thought it was like an 11 mile course. I got to mile 11. Um, Actually, before that, I got to a checkpoint, and I'm like, they're like tombstones right there. I didn't know what tombstone was. They're like, it's the hardest section. And we had come down next to it on one of the downhills when Zach and a, Zach and a, a Zach attack and I were together. And I look over, and I see a Sherco, guys off to the side of the course, helmet off, puking his brains out. And it was, Colton. Colton, it was Colton Weaver. And I'm like, Colton, you good? He's like, I'm dying. And he was just yakking his breath. It was, it was. That's, that's that blue, blue collar life. Yeah, that blue collar life. And so he was, he was cleaning out his lungs. Or he, his, had a, he had a crazy race, tough like Roar. Yeah, he got a nightmare, didn't he? I, I know he did insane. Like yeah. I know he did so good. But yeah, he, he's such a good rider. Um, but anyway, that so I didn't realize. I thought we were gonna do a U-turn and go right back to where he was. But no, we had to go. You know, and it was nice because they it started out easier, got harder, progressively harder through the race. Then we started these like really gnarly sections, but then you'd get on flowy single track, and it was great for like it was almost national. I think it was old enduro track, and it was awesome. And then we get a checkpoint, and then we Tombstone wasn't that bad because it was dry. If that place was wet like last year, I, I think I've said it, I wouldn't have been halfway through it. Um, but so I guess Jared really doesn't have much input on this. There was so I got to Tombstone. I thought I was done. Got to a checkpoint. They said, "Oh yeah, you just got one big downhill and then you're pretty much done." And I'm like, 
sweet. And it was, it wasn't a cliff, but it was really steep. A million loose rocks, but luckily um, your left foot kind of could be on the ground and your right foot could stay on the, the brake. Was that, was that terminal descent? Yeah, terminal descent. Yeah, I didn't know the name of it till later. Um, I had one almost near-death experience. Some guy was video and I go, you got to turn your phone off or I'm going to die because that's what happens when you pull the camera out. Um, got down that and then it was like a gut punch. I get all the way to the bottom and there's a creek and I'm like, I think this is it. And then there was this like, we called it Powder Hill. You went up and then you started like three pivot turns in a row and they were great. If it was wet, I don't know if it would have been better or worse, but made it, never made it. And then you just ascended up, then you went right back down and then you saw a creek and you're like, oh, here we go. So there ended up being four more hard sections when I thought we were done. Um, so then I get to what Shecker, Josh Shecker had added. He added this in on whatever, Saturday or Friday. It was a nice little add in. Thanks, Josh. Called Throat Punch. And I was sitting there, and this is about the time I got lapped. So Tristan got me, then Ryder was in second, Cody, and then Johnny Walker. But I'm sitting there, and here comes um, – I get there, and I, I hear people yelling, and I don't know who it is. And then I'm just talking. I look back, and I see Zach Attack. I'm like, oh, I got to go. Zach Attack's coming. So I get into the section, and I look up, and I see Jarrett and Joey and Leah and Rob. And he goes, I've got watermelon and chicken. Get up here and get it. And Tobo Chico. He did not offer me Tobo Chico for the record. I I would have taken it. Um, But anyway, so I finally made it up there. And he literally had the watermelon and stuff out of my cooler for me. And it was amazing. It it gave me the sugar and stuff I needed to get done. Um, And then there were still two more sections after that. So um, it was, I think I ended up 17 miles on the lap. Um, So spectating wise what else you got what'd you think of it uh i mean where we were sitting at was pretty was pretty good um tristan made those well uh, the the top three i mean Ryder, cody uh even john johnny had a disgusting pivot turn it was awesome well because when i was there uh will reardon came in and passed me and like i was still trying to figure myself out he was he'd made it and was gone by the time i like got going yep yeah Drew, Drew gets to the top and he asked me, oh, how did I look? And I said, you looked by far the worst out of anyone that I've seen do this. And I was asking him how Will and Travis were looking, like, health-wise. And he was like, no, you look the worst. I'm like, you haven't even seen them. He goes, no, I meant through this section. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, well, that's what I get when there's people you know, you try hard. Yeah. But uh, I think the only thing fun I saw uh, up that the hill after where I was sitting, I don't know if you remember – um, but you like, you cross a creek and then there was a little roadbed and then yep. there was like a yep. loose rock hill. Oh yeah. The one of the coolest things I saw was Danny Lewis on the first lap went up and you made that like slight left. Yep, to, yep, yep, yep. To, and then the pivot turn right. Yep. Danny just went straight. Really. At that right, and like he had to side hill a little bit, but he just went right up the hill. And I was looking, I was looking at, it, I was like. That that wasn't the line. <laughs> well, so I, I have a video of it. I'll show oh, you. I, well, so that was where I got, and I'm at the bottom, and the, they, the worker down there stops me, and he was like, "There's a guy on there stuck," and it was a Team Fuego guy, and he was just second gear, just burning, digging holes, and the guy said, "Well, it was pretty smooth," and at the bottom, it was probably 30 feet of rocks, yep. loose rocks, and then it went to dirt, and like if you could get up there and get on that dirt without spinning, you could get moving. 
Um, but dude, he he dug it up. So all of a sudden, we we hear some revving. We're like, what's coming? It was Jack Price, uh-huh. and so I moved out of the line. Team Fuego guy's still there. He, Jack Price clicked second when he hit that road bed, decked it, and just clutch. And he did, he did that the first lap. He was the only one to hit it like that. Dude. Everyone else was just like lugging it at the bottom. He was decked, yeah. feet on the pegs, and just like all clutch throttle to the stop and then and then just clutch and it was honestly like not to not to bash it it looked horrible (laughs) like i was like i was like what is this guy doing because everyone else is just like second gear blah tracking right up the top he's second gear sounds like he's going 80 miles an hour but he is just swapping all over the place (laughs) like he made it and it was fine but well, he he went. He ended up going. The Team Fuego guy was in the line. He ended up going high around him, then dropping in. And so I said, "Well, I'll give that a shot." So I clicked up into second. I made it ten feet, yeah. bobbled. Were you trying to do it that way? Oh yeah. Oh god. In my head, I was like, "I got." That. And I told the guy, I "said If I try this, I'm going to make it to about there." I made it to about where I pointed. And I clicked down to first and started doggy paddle. And then I got up to Team Fuego's holes, and. Uh, and so, luckily, I got up to a couple, and then I was able to give it one little hop and get on, like, firm ground, first gear, and then get up to the pivot turn. And then once you got to that pivot turn, it was you were home free from there. But that was the last bad hill. Yeah. And, and then after that, it was two and a half miles of wonderful National Enduro-like single track. It's the most happiest I've been in my life. Yeah, I think the I think the only thing else interesting that I had that I thought was funny was when I was offering anyone that wanted it your watermelon and your chicken and, well, and, and and in my state of disillusion, he was offering me watermelon, chicken, and in my head I thought he had fried chicken, which I don't know where he got fried chicken. I didn't realize it was the grilled chicken I brought. And then I get up there, he goes, Do you want peppers? And I'm like, no, I was thinking jalapeno peppers. You're like, that's all my food. <laughs> no, I did not realize until I got back to the truck and there was it wasn't in the cooler. I'm like, I thought you had fried chicken and jalapeno peppers. Yeah, no, nah, but so we get to the top. I'm offering everyone it, and oh all, yeah, the Farringer story. Every everyone was good, and Farringer gets. I said, I said, do you need anything, Farringer? He's like, nah, I'm good. And I was like, I got water, I got watermelon, and he looked at me when I said watermelon. He's like. <laughs> you got watermelon and i was like i was like yeah you just gotta get up here so he gets up there and drew asked me to feed him because (laughs) my gloves were nasty i was like jared just i don't care just feed feed me mama bird so i was feeding drew i was like you want me to just put it in your mouth nick jesus (laughs) (laughs) it was pg and he was like he was like nah full glove takes just like a huge duck it's got it's full of like watermelon juice and oh, everything he takes a huge handful of it and just shoves it all in his mouth <laughs> his glove and i was like i was like oh god i was like jesus so then there was a kid uh it do you was, know who that kid was i saw you talking to him after oh, the race talon, talon swankson okay i don't know him. Well, he's a he's a national enduro guy he does the isde for oh, okay the michigan team okay. every year or he did a couple years but either way um so at roar uh, he was in heartbreak, and I was, like, halfway up. I had pushed my bike up the entire hill, and he was, like, I asked, I said, does anyone have any water? And everyone's, like, nah, and Talon's standing up the hill, and he goes, I got sweet tea, and I was, like, oh, we can make that work. <laughs> and you got that sugar. Yeah, and so Talon was right below the hill, and at, he had gotten there first, and I was, like, 
I saw, I told Talon I got watermelon chicken water, <laughs> and the whole just, spiel. Just tell me, just tell me what you need, and you just gotta get up here. And, and Nick, Nick gets to the top before him, and uh, Talon had just ghosted his bike, and he's facing down the hill. And I, while he's picking his bike up, I said, "Hey, Talon." I'm out of watermelon now, but I still have everything else if you want it. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. But. Well, and so I, I don't know if Jarrett got the idea from this, but so our buddy Chad Evans didn't make it into Sunday at Roar, but they needed more workers to go up in Nightmare and help out. So he's like, hey, man, I'll go do it. So he said he packed strawberries, liquid IV, had some, like, frozen waters. And so he was like, you know, anyone who wanted some. So he said Farringer got there, and he, he goes, hey, Nick, I got strawberries and and cold water. And Nick goes, I'll be right there. We'll have a meal. He goes, Nick gets up there, lays his bike down, takes his helmet off. And they sit there and have a nice little, a little picnic, a little picnic. So, uh, Hey man, at those times, it's definitely nice to get, get some refreshments. So Chad was the trail angel in the nightmare section. He's just like, Oh yeah, exactly. We, we've all had moments where someone has saved us. Um, but no, man, it was an awesome weekend. I'm, you know, I'm better than I thought I would be. I, if it was wet, I, I think I would be just way more destroyed. Um, that saved a lot of energy and and effort, I think. But and I did save save it for Monday on Sunday. I probably could have kept going, yeah, you, but you, uh, you might have gotten to the next check. You probably would have. But I don't know. I was hurting pretty good. But before before we finish, since you had to exploit my diva moment, oh boy, do we do we need to talk about? trail etiquette when a, a group of 40 plus experts come, have a pact out on the trail and then someone breaks that pact i don't know chance baker you, you might have to weigh in um so we're we're climbing big balls and i'm halfway up and i look down and see travis and ryan gavea and i go hey when we get to the next cho- checkpoint we're quitting and they were like we're good with that and then ryan says well unless chance comes and keeps going but Chance didn't hear this. He was back behind oh, us. Oh, I thought you guys all came to this conclusion together. No, this was the three of us. Chance was nowhere to be found. So why are you so mad at Chance? I'm not mad at Chance at all. Oh. So we're all sitting there. We're waiting. We get to the check. They had ice-cold Coca-Colas. I don't remember the last time I had an ice-cold Coke. Me and Travis are sitting on the ground. We're just relaxing. Ryan comes up. Jarrett's halfway up push-push. Then... Chance comes in and he he's relaxing. He was I'd already given him one pickle juice because he was cramping so bad. So he's over there and I go, Chance, you're gonna keep going. He goes, I don't know. And Ryan's like, Well, if he's going, I'm going. And I said, Well, I'm not going either way. I don't care. So fast forward an hour and a half, Ryan comes and finds me. He goes, You're not gonna believe it. Chance went. And I'm like, Well, I gave him a pickle juice. I kind of figured he might do it. <laughs> and so he was all worried Chance was going to make it to the next checkpoint. but Because oh, Chance wasn't racing like we were on Monday. Yeah, you, made, you made that sound way worse. You made it sound like you guys all stood together and said, no. we're not going any farther. And then you, you were talking like Chance stabbed you in the back. Not me. I don't care. I, I was like, I gave him a pickle juice. I knew what he was going to do. Oh, okay. He was like, but I just, Chance was like, I was still debating. But, yeah, it was Ryan who was like, he said he wasn't going. So I was like, hey, man. And so I saw Chance later, and I go, he goes, I didn't sign a contract. We didn't shake hands. <laughs> My guy. <laughs> but, oh, man, it's because Chance, again, he didn't race uh, on Monday. So he wasn't saving himself for anything. But, no, overall, it was a great weekend. Uh, we're tired. We, we got a little amped up for this, thankfully, because we were both yawning. And uh, how much longer we got? We got two, two hours, 40 minutes, so we're back in Tennessee and back to reality. 
Um, but anyway, they got one more round. That was the end of the East U.S. Hard Enduro East Series. Um, one more round, the finale out at uh, Silver Kings in Idaho. Um, but anyway, you guys, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you out there. Jarrett, when's the next time you're going to ride your bike? Uh, not. It's going in the shed until at least January 1st. Of no, you got to do TKO. No, we made it to Sunday. Yeah, we're on, we're pre-qualified. Oh yeah, that's fair. And now that there's no Sylvie Moan challenge, sorry, I just kind of forgot about it. But yeah, what what dress is Sam going to be wearing at TKO? Uh, I don't. He's already he's already showed his true colors. We don't need to. <laughs> we don't need to make it any worse. He was talking crap that he beat you though. If he showed up, but he didn't. Yeah, he he wouldn't have had the heart that. I, I don't know if he'd have made it into the the main race at Roar. That's a little. That's a little harsh. But I just it was really? fast. I don't know. He's he's a fast boy now. He just usually gets in his own way. That's the thing. Yeah, maybe. He might have made it. it we'll, we need to ask Travis if he thinks Sam would have made it. Yeah, that's we'll fair. ask Travis. That's fair, but. Yeah, he just he wouldn't have been able to compete with the heart that oh. got displayed on Sunday. Oh. I, I was really impressed with Jarrett's heart. I never caught him. We never got to ride together. It was a bummer, but uh, it was only because he had a good start on uh, Saturday. That was the only difference. <laughs> I just got the look. Well, you did I mean, say that yourself. Yeah, but it was self-inflicted. No doubt. You chose to sandbag in the 40 plus. Whoa, am I not 40? Three. Yeah, but you're not a – whatever. <laughs> All right, on that note, we out. Chasing the trophy. <laughs> gold, gold. Gold, gold. All right, guys, Drew Kirby here with Sandra Gomez. The weekend's over. The Keystone Challenge has happened. You won Tough Like Roar yesterday. You won the Sugarloaf uh, Shotgun Hard Enduro, the Locked and Loaded. Sandra, how was it out there? Well, I'm so happy to just be here and thankfully for everybody who make it possible. Uh, yeah, I was the winner yesterday, but shot because only the only me in women's class. So, well, winning the prologue too in women's, but... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I was w- worried about how to finish in men, in, just well, in the overall. Well, I was talking to Evan Ask, and I said, how do you think Sandra will do? And he said, I said, my goal is to beat her. And he said, I don't think I could beat her. And we rode together a little bit today and a little bit yesterday. What did you finish overall yesterday? I was 40th overall. How did you end up? 26. So 26, not in the women's class. Like you said, there's only one. So 26 overall, including everyone. How far... How far did you make it? The check before Nightmare? I don't know, but uh, I think I could do much better. I had many problems with the bike. Uh, I had problems with the battery. Uh, I had po- I broke the clutch pump. Uh, well, uh, I don't know. Well, but even, even a positive race for me, and yeah. Well, is this your first time coming over and racing in the U.S.? Hard Enduro, yes. Okay. Well, um, so then what else is on the schedule for you the rest of the year? Uh, Esper in 10 days. <laughs> oh, have you ever done it before? Yeah, I did before, and then it's a busy month here. Uh, we've got Esper, we've got Aveston and Romaniacs. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, be here is just uh, good, good practice and motivating me a lot because uh, I'm winning in both days in women's class and uh, competing good with the boys. I would like to do it better with the bike, but I had many problems yesterday and today, and I did my best. <laughs> Well, you, your bike, I've never had my bike. Uh, well, you were on a gas gas. I was on a KTM, TPIs. Both our fans were running, but they kept boiling over. I've never had it happen before. You had to stop, get water several times. But I was impressed with your skill and your fitness. You just kept going and going, and you did everything so good. 
Yeah, I'm getting not tired today because, yeah, I was doing like two meters, three meters and stop and put water and yeah, just give the give some air to the bike. But I'm a bit disappointed with the start because the girls started in nine row, which is so bad. I had like a hundred people in front of me and the track was destroyed. So, well, I was doing my best. The bike was like, it is, and that's it. Well, uh, and Rachel Goodish was here she was a tough like roar Saturday, then she went into the sprint enduro, so you didn't have her there on Sunday. She came here today, correct? Yeah, she's uh, doing but, good, I think. She's racing a lot of races and is the way to improve also. Well, she's on a four-stroke too, so I was like, oh, man, I would not enjoy it. So I didn't even think about how many people you had to pass because I started on row four, and you caught me pretty quick. Was Were you just having to make all kinds of lines to get around, guys? Yeah, I was looking for not the good lines, you know, uh, not – just lines without people <laughs> which is difficult but uh, yeah i tried to start fast and pass as many people as i could until the bike was stopping but yeah that's well, the way so i know you've done erzberg like you said um and then evan had told me you finished gold at romaniacs you finished it would this compare difficult either tough like roar or today compare difficulty wise to anything you've done or is this kind of a level down not to to say it meanly well this is not crazy not difficult it's just difficult go fast and yesterday and today uh maybe the world championship is more steep always uh yeah but i like these races too i for practice is also so good for esper for the next race which is super rocky also okay. uh yeah i think you are doing good uh, comparing with the us or with the world championship uh, well maybe you need to put something hardest for the first riders which are uh, want to go to the world championship and make it good so yeah maybe for them is you need to improve a little bit well and that's what's so hard i mean you know it's been so dry if it was wet i don't know if i'd have made half a lap today because there was some stuff you could just doggy paddle and walk up but well good luck the rest of the year and thank you for your time yeah they told me like uh, <laughs> i i'm lucky <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it was so dry because i enjoy it yeah. Uh, but yeah, maybe I come back and see how it's in raining. All right, thanks again. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you.